Hey lovely people, welcome to another episode of Afro 3A7, your favorite podcast. Today I have with me my co-host, Wavy F Baby. Wavy, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. What's up? What's up with you? I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Um, as stressful as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always um, up and down here and there. Mm-hmm. That's basically how it, it always is. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Same. Stressful with every passing minute. So. Mm. Hey, Beverly, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So, uh, listeners, she celebrated her birthday. Was it on Thursday? Friday. Oh, damn. Friday. So, yeah. Happy birthday. To our popular, popular podcasters, if that's the word. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Happy birthday! How do you first, first of all how do you celebrate your birthday? You should let us know what's up. What happened? So it was a working day. So yes, I did go to work as usual. Okay. Okay. And then during the close of day, my colleagues at work, my bosses and all. Hmm. Celebrated my birthday by cutting the cake, singing, and dancing. Oh, nice. So, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty nice. much it. Oh, no dinner date after that? No, I go home super late. Plus, I have to go to work the next day again. So, yeah, any other yeah. plans is postponed to December. So, yeah. What? I mean, you could have put any other plans on Saturday or Sunday. Why December? Like I said, I work on Saturdays. Sundays are my resting day. I have the podcast. I have to cook. So, no. And then I have to go to work on Monday. That's mm. why. Yeah. I see you. Okay. Well, happy belated birthday once again. Thank you. Um, listeners, drop some happy birthday wishes for our hardworking lady here. In the comments, let us know. Let us let, let her feel your love, please. We move. <laughs> All right. So today we are discussing issues that are catching people's attention everywhere. Mm. Mm. And the very first one, uh, more praise for some George after face off with CNN reporter on anti-LGBTQ plus bill. So we've discussed some episodes ago about this bill that uh, is in front of parliament and they are seeking to um, make officially make uh, the LGBTQ illegal in Ghana. Okay. Mm -hmm. They also want to uh, recorrect the hormones of these individuals who want to have them corrected so that they can live their normal biological lives. And then also those who still insist that they want to practice this, give them a prison sentence or a fine or like some sort of punishment since it's illegal to practice LGBTQ plus in Ghana. So um, CNN uh, hosted the chair for this bill that's some George. He's the um, member of parliament for Ningo Pam Pam. And it was quite dicey. Like, Wavy, did you listen to the Yeah, interview? I did. I did. You I did. listened to it. Yeah. Like, no, no cops. Smart guy. Smart, very, smart guy. Very, very. He, he made us proud, first of all. Yeah. Not, not even about the controversial issue, but the way he handled the situation. Because, first of all, I feel like the um, the guy interviewing him came with came with the question that was purposely supposed to put him in the wrong, like supposed to let him say something that wasn't right. So I I I like the way he responded to that and put him back on track. Like yo, if you are talking about something else, then you are talking to the wrong guy. I just like that response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's basically what, you you were going to say something. So I just let you finish what you were going to say. The host of that particular interview was, I don't know, 
he probably he thought, oh, this man doesn't really know anything. He just <laughs> wants to criminalize LGBTQI plus people. So yeah, like I'm gonna come all hard on him and yeah. put him in some tight corner. Like the dude looked so funny to me. And then you ask yeah. someone a question and you don't want them to answer. Like if he, like he starts to compare. Like uh from the interview, he was like, So why do you want to put such people in jail? And some judge was like, You haven't read my entire bill. It doesn't just go straight to say we are going to put people who practice this behind bars. Okay. Uh-huh. And then the, the presenter was like, but you are putting their lives under threat. And some George was like, okay, so before 2001, okay, there are so many people who identify as LGBTQ and they have lost their lives because people were threatened by them uh-huh. and people didn't accept them. What about that? Then the presenter goes like, oh, we are not talking about USA. We are not talking about USA. Then fine, we are talking about Ghana. And in Ghana here, we are saying... It is illegal. So why do you want to impose your rules, your laws on us? Then he's like, but it's a human right. Like, it was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah, I mean, we've discussed this right here on this podcast. And then um, me, I I said time and time again that, I mean, it's totally wrong. Um, Looking at our values, our culture and the country, we don't really, like, subscribe to that. The, the, whatever that is, you understand. So I always said that, and I was very surprised when he, when Sam George came out with that statistic that um, it's only seven percent of Ghanaians that are tolerant of those whatever. So it tells you that the majority, majority, majority doesn't subscribe to that. So uh, it's not something we 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 are going to allow. We are going to pass. Um, I had the House of Chiefs. Uh, what do you call them? House of Chiefs, they've also come out to, National House of Chiefs also come out to um, say a couple of things in support of that. So, um, and I saw a couple of comments here and there on Twitter. Someone, someone made a very interesting suggestion. Someone said something like, why don't they go to the Arabian, um, mid-Arabian, whatever countries, Middle East countries, go tell them that they should do that there. Go tell them that. <laughs> why us? You understand? And Somebody also said, um, if what's the name? Someone also said, how about um, the USA and the European countries legalize polygamy? <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Like, why you also, you, if you want us to accept, there's also legalized polygamy there. You understand? So why should we? And this is this is all because of the fact that we've been so reliant on this country. So they think they have the nerve, they have the infantry to tell us what to do. Yeah, and this is the problem. Also for so many years. So I mean I don't see I don't think CNN would even in their in their closest call like Russia or um, call somebody from Russia or a minister from um uh, UAE and ask him, yo, any sorry, any country in UAE ask him like yo um why hasn't this bill been passed why is this bill so why is, why are people people being uh, killed because they decided to belong to a certain uh what a certain whatever you understand they 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 wouldn't do that in their right mind you understand so why why us that's just because we haven't been self-reliant we've been reliant on these people so i like the fact that we are stepping up. That tells that that tells the foreign powers. I think the foreign powers will then be like, oh, okay, so you people have the balls to say this. Okay, then we shall see how you get that next loan. And then I'm sure our leaders will think otherwise and how to also finance certain things and not go out because we can we can I'm I'm, I'm very certain that we can be very self-reliant. But here's the case. Um I don't even want to go too far and talk too much, but here's the case. I feel like um our leaders make so many promises and then they have to keep keep, yeah, keep up with it in a very short possible time so they, they then have to go for these loans and stuff which uh, puts us in that position for these people to tell us what to do just uh, quite recently um secondary schools in ghana as i think i'm sure we all know have been uh, banned from uh, what's the name from from um disciplining uh, students using uh, canes and all that 
this was all through some was it some IMF loan something was one of those agreements and so many of these things that keep coming anytime we have to go for this loan so I'm very happy we are stepping up and saying yo we we are not importing values and uh, whatever from the Americans we have our own values too that we are trying to preserve so that's that I am very very proud of him and that was a very controversial topic to deal with and i feel like he hit the nail my only problem my only problem was um his internet i mean why a whole minister where was he i don't know if you watched it i don't know if you watched that clip his internet was just yeah just him i don't know him but i mean when was he i know i know there are a lot of places in ghana ghana has like in Africa, Ghana has Ghana at, at top ten. Top ten Ghana is. I don't know whether we have fit or something, but top ten we we have like one of the best internet in Africa. In the world, I think we are eighty something. Okay, um, he should have picked a place where uh, the internet would be better. That place, uh, I mean, I was like, man, nah, this 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 thing would have been even better if he had his internet. He would have given it to him. And a lot of people were like, he was even nice. They said he's sometimes he's not that nice. <laughs> So yeah, shout out to Sam George. I mean, he did an incredible job. Yeah. So still on this LGBTQ, uh, someone also says, um, okay, fine, we get it. We have the LGBTQ. And then we say, okay, the having canal knowledge is the normal way we know. So what about a married couple who decide to have anal sex? Like the law isn't clear on that. Some people are of the view, okay, they are married, and if both of them consent to it, then there's no problem. But in the case where one person wants it and one person doesn't want it and then still forces and goes to do that, then probably it becomes illegal or a crime. What do you think? <laughs> um, this is this is my problem with Ghanaians, okay? When we are solving one problem, then somebody comes with, oh, okay, okay, what about this one? What about this? Like, yo, yo, yo. It's it's like if it's like you just can't get to right to Ghanaians. If you if you tackle the thing, no matter how you tackle it, when you do, I, I don't know. I, I want to give a very good example. Yeah, let me see. I just want to give an example, but people always have something to say when we are trying to like solve a problem. People always want to say like, yo, it's not good enough. We should have done it this way. We should have. Everybody's an expert in everything. That's that, that that's the thing about Ghanaians. And then also, these are married people. Whatever they decide to do is them. First of all, is a man and a woman. Whatever they decide to do and they are married is them. You understand? But whether it is anal or it is uh, normal, whatever it is, whatever sexual intercourse. Thing they do if one of the parties feel like it's uh, it, it, they, they were forced to do it then fine they, they, he or she can take it to wherever that should be taken to but if you are just talking about they doing whatever they want to do i feel like they are married whatever they want to do they should do whatever they want to do in their room whatever at the end of the day is a man and woman so how are they comparing that man and a woman married that have agreed to do whatever to certain people, uh, sorry, to hardly complain that to a man and a man doing something who are not even married because they can't even be married under the law in Ghana. How are you even comparing this? Or a woman and a woman doing something, coming together and doing something. How are you even comparing a married, somebody who's married under the law to two people who are not married under the law doing just the opposite? But why? Like, people always have something to say. That's how I feel about it. I feel like it should be ignored. Like it's not, it's not, it's not even worth debating about. Okay, look at it from this point of view. You say the normal way is for a man and a woman to do this in the normal way we know, right from beginning, the front way. Okay, and then mm-hmm. you are criminalizing or uh, passing a bill for people of the same sex who practice it the reversed way because they are of opposite sex and can't practice it the normal way we know. And then you call that on canal knowledge or on canal sex or whatever. 
Okay. So if a man and a woman do it the on canal way, it is still on canal. You're talking about a man and woman who are what? Relax. You're talking about a man and woman who are what? Who are doing it the reversal way? No, 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 no. We're talking about we're, we're talking about married people, right? Fine, regardless. Married they can people. do whatever they want to do. Okay, and then if you are also arguing that okay, this can't be legalized also because it uh, prohibits procreation. If a man and a woman keep doing the back one and instead of the front one, how are they also going to procreate? We don't have any law in the country saying that if you are married, you are supposed to by force come out with babies. You are supposed to procreate and come out with babies. There are people who are married who don't want babies. There are. It's not really common in Ghana, but when you go outside, there are people who get married and go by door. Now okay. we are talking about when you go outside. Then no, I'm just giving an example. Say, okay, no, 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 no. Chill, 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 chill. I just give one example and then you are taking me to somewhere else. I just give one example, please. I'm not done. I said that it's not really common where we are from, but outside, people actually really get married and then decide not to have kids. Now, I can decide to um, um, get married in Ghana as a Ghanaian and not have kids whether I'm doing it the normal way or the reverse way. We are married for God's sake. Whatever we want to do in our home, that's what I'm trying to drum down. Whatever we want to do in our home has has has, has no business with anyone because we are married. But we're talking about some people, certain people who, who can't even get married under the law and they are coming to say that we should put the same the two of them on the same scale. It can never be on the same scale. You can't even get married in the first place. You understand? You can't even be married in the first place to even to even say that you are you are going to procreate because even if a man and a man want to do it what in the front way or whatever we are trying to say here is that even possible? That is not even possible, and they are not married. But we're talking about a married man and a woman who want to do who want to explore their bodies. At the end of the day, they are married. Whatever they want to do, let them do that. We shouldn't be talking about this and passing bills and everything. Like I said, if it's a rape issue where one of them feels like they have been they have been, uh, they are consent doesn't speak, and then they've been whatever. Then that is a different issue. You understand? But as long as they are married, my stance is that, yo, let them do whatever. If they want to do it, I don't even want to say something. We don't want to do it in their ears. Let them do it in their ears. If they are married, man, my take. Okay, so when passing a bill or something and stuff like this pops up. It's only fair and right to make it clear and address it once and for all. Because I'm 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 thinking, okay, so no 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 let me like, let me ask what's your view on that? That's what that's what I'm getting to. We shouldn't use the umbrella of marriage to say, oh okay, because you people are married and then you've agreed to do this, then it's fine. So, but if you weren't married, then you were, then no. Okay, so equally, like, fine. At the end of the day, it's backwards dropping. So I can get married to a female and do backwards dropping. You can't get married to a female in Ghana. That's the point. No, not a female getting married to a female. That's not what I'm you saying. Like, if I'm a man, I, I do backwards dropping. Okay. And okay, it's okay. Married people are covered. I can get married to a, a female, okay? Pay her. These days, people do a whole lot of things for money, okay? And then do their anal chopping. And then we are covered because we are married. And she has consented. So, like, it should be addressed because the issue has popped up. So, the law should just take it into account and clear it once and for all. The law shouldn't do anything. The law shouldn't do anything. Immediately, we, we add that to somebody to come with some some weird thing. This is what I keep saying. Somebody also come with some some weird thing that, yo, what about we two that we like to do it orally? They'll be like, yo, yeah, what about the people that like to have oral sex? You understand? Like, yo, you can never satisfy the needs of people. They would always keep coming back with something else. Immediately, what you are saying right now, if we tackle it, somebody will come with something else. Always dragging the argument. I don't think it's necessary. As long as they are married, whatever they want. They should let they should, they should they should do it. Well, I don't agree, but 
let's move on. Hey. So, hmm. This pass like kill me. Man fights bakery over increments in bread price. This man must must love bread. Oh, but I can relate because I, where, where I am, I don't really like the bread here, but days I don't get bread at my usual place. I manage that one. And then a mm. couple of months back, oh, it was five cities. I think it was five cities. Yeah, five cities. Then a few months later, six cities. Okay, no pee. We are managing it like that. Then a few months later, you come back and it's seven cities. I'm like, ah, you every three months, you increase your bread prices or what? And they were laughing. Like, Ghanaians love to extort. We extort people and then we blame the government. Like, I get it. Fuel prices are high. Okay? But imagine, you are doing a mass production. So you don't put, like, when you go and buy um, a, a bag of flour, and then the bag of flour has increased by five CDs. You don't end up putting one CD on every loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Because you're buying in bulk. You're doing bulk production. So you shouldn't put one CD on every everything. And that's what Ghanaians do. Like even when petrol prices go up, it goes up by 20 pesos, but no, these transporters will put 50 pesos to one city, mm-hmm. and then it keeps going. Very soon, your transportation is going to be 10 cities. It's, it's that bad. And then when the prices come down, they won't bring it down. That's mm-hmm. the funny thing. The, if they were going to even bring it down, then that's fine, but they won't bring it down. And then it keeps going up, and then we end up blaming the government. <laughs> yeah, you can happen where you are. <laughs> oh my god, man! I was talking to a Ghanaian here, and he was like, "Yo, Ali, this country is you can, you can, you can, you can actually plan your life for the next ten years because things are hardly, hardly are uh, increased or anything." You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. You can hardly. You hardly go and then they'll be like, no, the thing just changed. It was two CD now it's three CD fifty percent. Yeah, hardly. And um that's what you are saying. I mean, what you are saying is is the fact. Ghanaians love to extort. Ghanaians love to extort. Like you are saying, sometimes this four price thing. Sometimes you any so you, I don't know if you, you you studied this, but I'm sure anyone would would relate to this. If you if they increase prices on let's say First of all, first of all, <laughs> if they if they are about to increase prices, the the the, the driver, the the bus driver, okay, would go and fill the tank on the old food, on the old fuel price, right? And then would come and hit the road Monday morning, and then we'll be charging the new one. Meanwhile, the GPRTU that he's under hasn't yet given. I hasn't yet like done the calculation and the percentage that this is how much you are supposed to put on it. But he's already on the road charging the extra. Even before the real one comes. So maybe the extra was supposed to be 10 pesos, but he's already charging like 50 pesos. And then there will be that chaos. They will be fighting with the mate. They'll be fighting with the driver and the car. And before the so before the real the real thing comes, you know, already, you know, the 50 pesos that he added has become the norm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then, mm-hmm. so what they're saying is very true. Ghanaians love to export. It's everywhere. You go to the market, um, somebody would hit under the can used to fetch the gari and the wheat and those things. And you would think like you are getting that measured amount. But but all these people on uh, Sunday are, are, are filling the churches and praying. All these people on Friday are the mock. You understand? It's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like you are saying about the flat thing, you sometimes it doesn't even really affect the. It shouldn't really affect the price of the bread like that. Maybe you should even take some time, but immediately 
they want they just want to add on it, it on top of it but I, sometimes i also understand them in a way because sometimes you are there and then this if you are running a business you have the vast people coming at you you have uh, ama coming at you you have um all these people also coming at you sometimes to i understand them in a way but it's not also um an excuse for them to be extorting Ghanaians on a daily because i say abeye norm like some things have become normal just like bribery and corruption has, has become normal right now if i was talking to my mom the other day and she said she wanted something from lands commission and then she said she's been there so many times and out of just out of my Ghanaian way of thinking i just asked her you know, have you like have you tried to like give them something and then after seeing it, i was like wait what did i just say but at the end of the day it was like if you don't do that you're not getting and she even did it and still didn't get what she wanted so i don't know like some kind of kind of lifestyle i don't know whether we should just take it as normal i was watching this interview it wasn't even an interview it was this lady who is a kenyan who came to ghana who was talking about like the negative things that she came to see in ghana and spoke about all these things I'm talking about. She spoke about time consciousness, spoke about um, 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 the prizes thing and how people like to extort people. And somebody, it was posted on a Ghanaian page here and somebody was like, she should go away, like what? But she should address the issues in her country, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's become normal. Like the person sees it like, yo, leave us alone. It's our society and it's our issue. But I feel like these things need to be spoken about, especially when we claim we are as religious as we, we, we claim we are. And I always say this thing, no, not everyone, everyone will agree with me, but our pastors too need to do some work. Our, our religious leaders, let me say, need to do some work in talking to people because um, as much as the, the Bible and the Quran was written in some time back, it still manifests through the way we live right now. And so if we say we are a religious country, you can't be going to church and then you listen to everything at the church and then you come and live a different lifestyle like, oh, those things apply to back then. Right now, this is how we live and no. So, um, I don't know. It's like 90-something percent of Ghanaians are, re are religious. So if our religious leaders are like putting a message out there that on certain things that certain things that we've taken to be the norm i think it will conscientize people's minds and then they might they might change they might that's the word okay we hope for the best and we hope so on to our next story a serial laptop thief reportedly returns loot after being captured on cctv so apparently there's this guy going about people's offices, stealing their laptops. He first went to Bost and then he went to some uh, company that sells laboratory products. Oh. And <laughs> the question I asked myself is, like, how did he get to the office, take the laptop, walk out, and nobody recognized him, nobody saw him, nobody, like said, oh, you're not an employee here. Who are you? They happen. They happen. happen. If you if you work, if you work in your company, for example, I don't know, but after some time you read, okay, your company is a small company, right? Not really it's a, a small, small company. company. Not really a small company, but your office, your side of the office is small, it's a small subsection, right? No, it's not a small no. subsection. Like people actually so, come in and out like on a regular. So but it, they, it can, they are, it can they are people at the reception. They see you. You log in your details. They tell you, ask you, who are you coming to see? They call the person you're coming to see for you and all of that. Hmm. Okay, where I work in Ghana, this thing can easily happen. Okay? This thing can easily happen because where I work, it was uh, it was it was a research, research innovation, uh, training, consultation, whatever. So you have people who, who come in as students and they are not wearing uniform. They just wear normal clothes. And you have people who come in looking for someone. You have people who come in looking for consultation services. So you'll be lucky if the person walks to the front desk and says, I'm looking for so-so and so and so and so. But if the person walks in normal like a student, how would you know this person is a student? This person will just walk through one of the alleys and go to one of the offices and pick. So I feel like this thing is... It can really happen in any way, especially if the person does a little background and knows one or two things. Just talks to one or two of the, 
the, the workers. You just know his way around and know how to go about it. Trust me. Maybe I'm not it, but if you if you do a little research, you know how to go about it. You understand? Okay, so you steal the laptops, you find your image all over social media, and then you decide to return it. And then this is how he returned it. Like he looked for a delivery guy to send it to the office. Like, oh, he's running late for a meeting, but then they need this laptop for something. So take it to so and so, ask of so and so, give it to so and so. And then follows in a boat. Ah to see if the delivery man actually took it to that place. And then he paid the delivery man 50 CDs. So when the delivery person took the laptop there, and then already they are looking for him. So they were asking, okay, so who gave you the laptop, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, somebody just gave it to me to bring it here because he said he was running late. And then the police are already looking for him. Mm-hmm. He had to like describe the person. And then the, the person's description he gave, the image of... Uh, that's all. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite funny, but I'm I'm still listening to the story because let me tell you something. I was actually looking for this story. I went to um, what's the name, Ghana Web, because that's where I saw you. You took the story from. I went there, yo. I I did everything. I didn't find it. I didn't find it. Mm. So I was trying to get some details. So please give me more details. It's a very interesting story. Yeah, that's so that's all the details. But then I'm just but like I, I saw someone in the caption that he was beaten or something. No, so he hasn't been apprehended yet. They are looking so for how him. did they know how did they know he was in a boat following them? Following the that's a question I asked myself because that's the story I read. What? And then I'm also asking myself, like, okay, fine. Let's just say you catch this person. What's going to happen to him? Is he going to spend the rest of his life in prison? Because we know our prison system and all. I mean, and then he has returned it. At least Mm. one. He has returned one. He can equally return the other one. But what's going to happen to him? What do you mean mean by, if you know our prison systems and, bro, I mean, sis, there are a lot of people who are serving time for things that they've done. Let's Let's not look down on our prison system just like that. We don't know. Probably you should be given some community service. No, 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 no. You should go to jail. You should go to jail. Ah, that's feeling all. We community service again. Yeah, but it's a laptop and he has returned one. There's something out, Kano. You've stolen that thing. Whether you've returned or you've not returned it, you've stolen it. (laughs) If you didn't know that, you're chill. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's not about hardcore criminal. Whether you've stolen or you, you, Whatever you've done, you've stolen a thing. Whether you are a hardcore criminal, you are a Thursday criminal, you are an undergrad criminal, you're a criminal. And if we didn't have your face all over CCTV and we we're looking for you, that means you wouldn't have returned it, right? And uh-huh. it was a series of laptops that you've stolen. This is not the first one. So, madam, I mean, to us. Yeah, but he has repented. That's what I'm saying. Somebody, some other person would, would go into hiding. Like when it comes to come your church, move, to move, move cities. Like, there's no reason. There's, there's no reason. You're taking something there, of that belonging to someone. You're taking something belonging to someone and put the person in a situation, and then you are telling me that there are laws in the country and telling me that this person shouldn't be. Shouldn't be possible. I know there are laws in the country, but not when the law is going to give you 10 years for stealing a laptop. They should give him if that's what the law says. <sighs> they should give him. Hmm. Come on. How, how how do you expect the laws to work if you are you are being partial? This person that, should not, I didn't say let the person go score free. There are other ways we can punish this person. Yo, you just said you just said it by yourself. Serial laptop thief, serial law. How do you expect? How do you understand? They serial? exaggerate these headlines. <laughs> wow. Yeah, serial is in a series series of laptops, which is only two, only two that we I would, know of. I would only believe you when you say they exaggerate. When you've done your own research to come and tell me that he stole just one. No, I'm saying he's stolen two. For what I read, 
and then mm. you have to turn the one. It's too serial. It's, <laughs> it's multiple, so it's too serial. Like, as long as it's not singular, it's plural. So yeah. Okay, moving on. Hmm. This one. What's my brains? So NDC assembly members return money gifts given in exchange for MCE endorsement. So for the first time ever, money gifts has been received and returned. Like, why did you receive it in the first place? And then publicly come and return it. And you oh. didn't disclose the amount. Can you give us details on how? Can you give us details on how it was returned? Oh, sorry, how first it was received? So we don't know how it was received, but we know it was received. It was given and received. Hmm. But then we are hearing it's been returned because if they didn't come out to say they are returning it, then we even even know that they received it in the first place. I think we should be applauded for returning it, but I am still I still have question marks about how it was received. Applauded. My question yes. is, if you received from this person, could it be that the other candidates paid you more? No. If it is that the other candidates didn't pay at all, and you wanted to be fair, so. No, and then the the headline is saying NDC assembly members. And I don't know why you don't, you don't applaud them. If, if, no, if, no, no, if, if most please, of them please. do this. This is politics. This is politics. I received the money from was a person recommended by the president. And then the president we know is MPP. So he's not going to recommend an NDC person. See, assembly members return the money gifts. And they are saying they returned it because uh, the, the guy in question has not been um, good with the people he's worked with and he is not respectful and all of that. So if he didn't... But if I, he I was, find this so flawed. So if, if he was respectful and all that, it would have been accepted. Thank you. Uh, all I'm just saying is that let's, 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 let's encourage things like this, that people should... People should be recommended. People should work without expecting anything. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but don't receive it first and later come and say I'm returning it. I I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. But mm, let me leave it here. Okay. And now our very last and interesting. You just say last. Yeah, lost, lost <laughs> an interesting headline. So Delia interviews this 24-year-old who owns a mansion. Who oh. owns a mansion? Wow, 24. Hmm. It's so cool. Oh. Yeah. Do you watch that video? I didn't watch that video and um I don't even know. I don't even. Tell you now, these so days, her name is days. Mami AC. I've never seen her or heard about her until this. Okay. It turns out uh, she's into acting. Mm. And then she owns a restaurant. Mm. So on the delay show, delay was trying to figure out, as controversial as she is, trying to know, okay, so what at all do you sell in that restaurant of yours that gave you money enough to build a mansion? Like, not just, oh, three-bedroom house, a mansion. And you are... So, apparently, uh, she started working um her restaurant when she was 18. Mm. Okay, 18. Mm-hmm. And then she had a manager and the manager she was in a relationship with and delay asked so how did you get money to start the business in the first place and she said her mom gave it to her so the money she was supposed to use to go to school she used that to start a business 
And Dile was like, okay, so you are from a rich family. And she was like, no, my mom is a farmer. So she gathered mm. the money and gave it to me. Mm. Yes. And then I'm thinking, okay, so I mean, if African parents did this, there'll be a lot of Bill Gates and Dangotes and whatnot in Africa. But then they will go and pay the school fees or give you the money to go and pay your school fees for the same. So how did your mom gather the money for your school and put it in your hands and then you used it to start a business? Hmm. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, let's just let, let me just see what we are all thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and that then, so, this, this is where I continue. And then she <laughs> broke up with this manager because the manager wasn't pushing her business. Like you're supposed to be going forward, but she's investing money into her act career and then she's not getting returns so she had to break up with that manager and then she got a new manager and then the new manager helped her to supply food to companies okay so according to her she supplies like almost 200 people in a day mm. and then the food the pack is 30 cities per person okay Okay, and yeah. she gets 10% profit per pack. Okay. That's how she got the money to build her mansion. Um, she deserves an award. She, I mean, yes, I know you're saying it sarcastically, but... No, no, um... no, no, I mean it. She deserves, like, <laughs> yo, you go, girl. I'm all about entrepreneurship. I mean, if she got the money the right way and she... She's doing her thing. I mean, kudos to her. But what I what I don't want to hear is um, these young ladies lying to people about how they actually got their capital for their businesses. Um, quite recently, a lot of some of these women have been in a spotlight and people have been asking questions. One of them is um, this lady. I don't know if I remember her name. Um. She, she was accused of having something to do with Mahama, with a former uh, president. Oh, and yeah. Tracy, you know who I'm talking about. And this lady was saying some really skimpy thing about that she got the money from somewhere. And then I just said, mathematics in the name. Yeah. What I say? And this, this person was apparently um, more or less. Uh, looked up to by a lot of um, these young girls, you understand? So, I I really don't like the idea of the young ladies thinking, yo, like, I don't need school, I just need to be like this girl. And only for them to find out, yo, the way they are thinking she made their money, I mean, it's, it's, we all know how she actually made that money, but she wouldn't say, she would say it was business, and when she came to Accra, somebody said when she came to, oh, she said it herself that when she came to Accra, she came on nothing. You understand? And I actually like the fact that this is somebody, this is a hustler, period. You understand? This person is hustling out of their way, but I don't want, I, I hate for them to give that narrative that they did everything on their own. Like, I feel like they should say the truth and then let the young girls know what they are getting themselves into when they want to go that route. That's how I feel. Yep. True word, but but me, I'll believe what you tell me. So... This you believe it. Said, so if you I believe it, why don't you believe that? If you if you believe that, why don't you believe that the the the, the uh, first of all, the newspaper that reported that, or the media outlet that reported that this serial laptop person, uh, first of all, is a serial laptop person. You don't believe that it's something it didn't that come from the, the serial laptop's mouth. This is coming right from the horse's own mouth. <laughs> He's supposed to say that yes, I'm a serial laptop. Uh-huh. so that's why i don't believe <laughs> but so, this one is an interview of the person right from the horse's own mouth yo like i said story like i said Trishy, has said very similar things but mathematics yeah 
obviously like we'll live to see tomorrow like the, another story will eventually emerge we'll there'll be to a see fight between some yeah, manager maybe. and some some client and then the truth will start coming out we see it all the time so as of now this is what i have heard from the horse's own mouth i choose to believe it oh. yeah Baby, yeah. yeah so kudos to her i'm inspired inspired by her story and you should too i just wanted to give us the blueprint that's all you just wanted to give us the what the blueprint Blue- <laughs> how she went about it, the plan whatever like just give us the blueprint yeah probably we should get her on the but show. i also feel like a lot more parents should be doing what she said her mom did if that is true investing more in their kids because school is not school is not always the answer like sometimes charlie um, sometimes my craft isn't dependent on school. I can do it without school. So if her mother actually saw a talent in her and then really gave her that money, I feel like more parents should look at that and then... Because imagine this is what she wanted to do, but she still went to school all the way and then after wasting thousands and thousands on um, university fees, because education is becoming more and more expensive. So after wasting all that money on education, only to come sit home and be like, you know what? I want to do this restaurant thing that I wanted to do four years ago. And you would have wasted money pursuing that degree. Do you get and it? Time. Yeah, and time. Exactly. And time. You have already gotten more clients. The clients you are going to get. like Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like um, uh, our parents should look. Me, I've always said this. Like If I, if I have kids and then I notice that they have an interest in a different place other than school i'm going to support them and then see the best way possible i can help them nurture those talents and then uh, go full full swing into that hopefully don't hopefully they don't change their mind on their way but yeah school is not always the answer sometimes these days there are a lot of skills you can actually learn outside school and even be more productive than somebody who goes to school sometimes (laughs) so school is not always the answer that's what i'm taking from this but the rest of me i don't believe it yeah, so true school is not always the answer, but I believe you can do both. What? Both. Well, you can that do is, both. If, if, yeah, if you have a dream. You can do both, right? But what if my, what I want has nothing to do with getting that degree, like getting a degree in psychology has nothing to do with the rest of my dream of becoming a a musician, my dream of owning a restaurant, supplying almost 200 people 30 CD food every day. Yeah, it has nothing then, to do with it. You know, equally, you could fail on your route. Exactly. Like, I mean, I want to you could fail. And you then fail. school becomes a backup. I understand you, but yeah, a lot of people who have also made it without school becoming yes, a Yes, but how do you, you see, that's the thing. You don't know for a fact. And there are other well, people who have tried their first business failed, their second business failed, their third business. Some people are on their tenth try. They should keep going. They should keep going. If you didn't make it in your twenties, you could make it in your forties. If you didn't make it in your forties, you could make it in your fifties. They should keep going. So ever Yeah, ever but then still have school. Because going back to school in your fifties is possible, but Yo, I mean, like I always say, do you do what works for you? And in this, in this particular lady, uh, she's making it. You understand? She's yeah, making yeah, yeah, it. yeah. She's, she's making it, no doubt. But then, you see, I don't want it to be like, oh, okay, she did this. So me too, if I go and do it. Know yourself. Know yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. about it. I have exhausted all my topics for this episode. Oh. Yeah, right. Then I guess you had... uh, I saw some interesting other topics when I was trying to read on the stories you gave me, but then I'll have to go on those pages again. You know what? It'll be more next week, right? More next week, even more stories next week. This week you are done. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. uh, feedback from last week's episode. Aziz, one of my friends, was saying, great show, 
good question but nanaba shouldn't say like she's done helping people because it happens it comes with it comes with helping people like she should have known that things like this happen and shouldn't say she's not going to help people again but what she said was not going to help people so i think she will help people she knows on some personal level and can vouch for their credibility but people who approach her for help through her DMs, I don't think she's going to help. Yeah. Okay. Is that the only feedback? Yeah. The only feedback I had, a lady was telling me that I was lying on the show. Like, I don't know. <laughs> lying about what in particular? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I know she's listening. You know yourself. You know yourself. Continue like that. You know yourself. Hello. Hope you're good. Keep listening. Thank you. Of course, of course. You're always going to side with anybody who's again. No, I'm just shouting out to somebody that listens to the show. That's all I'm doing. I never took sides. I don't even know what she is referring to, which could be true. (laughs) Exactly. I said could be. Exactly. Again. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All too soon, we've come to the end of yet another episode of Afro-TA7, your favorite podcast. Yeah, yeah. Until next week, lovely people. Keep listening to us. Keep following us. Keep in touch. Stay safe. Be good. Be true to yourself. Mind your journey. We don't copy in life. You don't know where someone's page is leading. So be true to yourself and mm-hmm. hustle hard. It will pay off someday. We love you. Stay safe. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye.